I'm quickly jumping in before we get going, because since I recorded this episode, I've received some extremely exciting news. The Ambitious Introvert podcast has been nominated and shortlisted in the Podcasting for Business Awards 2021, and I am so thrilled at the opportunity that this could be an award-winning podcast. And I think just to get recognised in such a niche entrepreneurship category is huge and just goes to show again that the online space is really starting to understand that us introverts and sensitives have very, very different needs. So if you are a regular listener, it would mean the world to me if you could cast your vote and try to get us into that number one position. The voting closes on Sunday, the 10th of January. So you have all week to do it. It takes literally a minute to pop your details in. I will put the link in the show notes. And just the thought that we can keep reaching even more ambitious introverts and sensitive entrepreneurs and also get the podcast out there even further. The more I do that, the more amazing guests I can keep attracting and bringing on to give you guys more value. So thank you so much for your support. I can't believe that this has happened just three months into production and it would mean the world if you could pop your vote. Thank you so much and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast, created especially for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help you build, grow, and scale a successful, sustainable business. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, business and mindset coach for ambitious introverts. After 17 years working as an air traffic controller, the ultimate fast-paced, high-stimulus, extrovert-friendly role My mission now is to show introverts that they too can create big results and success because of who they are, not in spite of it. I focus on introvert-friendly business and marketing strategy to help you switch overwhelm for clarity, confidence, and clients. Hello, happy new year, if you are listening to this just after release, and happy 2021. So today's episode of the Ambitious Introvert podcast is a solo episode where I thought I would share my thoughts with you around what is now my word of the year, which is visibility. So before I get into that, firstly, Happy New Year. And I just wanted to fill you in on the last few weeks and what I've been up to over the holiday season. So Just before Christmas here in the south of England, we went back into a lockdown pretty much. We went into the tier four restrictions for Corona. So that basically means that no pubs, no restaurants, no non-essential shops were open, no mingling indoors, etc. So it was kind of introvert friendly, but also a little bit frustrating because it happened straight before Christmas. So my Christmas was very chill, very quiet at home. I took a week off from client calls, more because of the clients than me. People wanted their Christmas holiday. I didn't mind too much about working. Um, so I had yeah a week between calls, but I still worked in the background. I took a couple of days with no screens, but uh, I was tinkering around. I was switching out some tech and some new products and software in preparation for a product launch this month. More on that soon. 
I still did my social media, I still posted and I still released the podcast. I probably didn't create as much new content or as much value or sales type content, but I still wanted to maintain a presence. I still wanted to show up. So I um, I did a lot of list sharing. So I showed a lot of 20 things, like 20 things that I'd learned last year and 20 things that I did last year. Um, also over on Instagram, I did 20 people that I'd connected with that had had a big, big influence on my year last year. So it was quite nice, actually. It was quite reflective for me to look back and then share that with my audience. Um, what else happened? Oh, so this was exciting and definitely goes in with visibility. I got selected to be an executive contributor to Brains magazine. Now, do check out Brains if you haven't looked at them. Great online free magazine for entrepreneurs. Lots of stuff about mindset, lots about business, about marketing, about innovation. A really great young magazine from Sweden. They've got a really great vibe. And they reached out to me because they were interested in me writing articles to reach more ambitious introverts. And I had great conversation with them before agreeing to collaborate. And it's something that they think is very needed. They said that they are articles that generally perform really well. And they think that it's a very underrepresented space, which I agree with, obviously, which is why I do what I do. So I'm going to be probably about once a month publishing articles in Brains during this year, which is exciting. Obviously, I'll be sharing those on my socials and my newsletter. So look out for that. And in addition to that, I didn't realize they then nominated me to be on their Global 500 Entrepreneurs and Leaders list. And I got awarded a place. Now, this was extremely exciting because of the type of people also on the list. So Jay Shetty, Mel Robbins, Kamala Harris, Elon Musk. So crazy, crazy honor to be selected for that and really thrilled that brains have recognized that this is a space that needs representing, that we are out there, that introverts need their own content. We have our own way of doing things. So super thrilled. Definitely check them out. I will drop the link in the show notes as well. So you can have a look at that. I've got another exciting visibility-based project coming up as well um, in the next few days. So I'll be discussing more of that on upcoming podcasts and on my socials. So look out for that. Um, Outside of work, I didn't really do much because tier four restrictions, as I said, we couldn't really go out. So um, down to the beach when weather permitted, Christmas day was glorious. It was cold and windy, but really sunny. So got out for a long walk then took the dog for walks, binge-watched Jeopardy on Netflix. I'm a huge, huge Jeopardy fan. If you didn't know, it's not something that we have here in the UK. Anyone listening in the States, we don't get it on normal TV, but Netflix tend to put three or four series on at once, so you get to binge them, and they've got some really old ones. It's good. It's great. I also... What else did I do? I drank a beautiful bottle of champagne on Christmas Day that my coach had sent me as a gift, And I read a quite intense book about human design. If you're not familiar with human design, it's something that I have really, really gotten into over the last year. And I definitely have noticed a massive difference in my energy and my business from 
honor in my human design type. I'm not going to go into it too much now. There is a podcast episode coming up that I've recorded with the lovely Annalena, who is my human design reader. If it's something that you are interested in knowing more about, then get in touch through the website or through social media. Just send me a, a private message and I'll point you in the right direction. But I've had a couple of readings now and learned a little bit more about my human design chart. And I read this book because it was so much more detailed and I loved it, really loved learning more about that. So back to visibility, my word of 2021. Now, if any of you know my backstory on bringing the business online, being visible is not something that came easily to me. It's something that I struggled a lot with, a lot, lot, which is why I'm very passionate about helping you guys with it now. And I'm just going to share some of my thoughts, really. It's not, they're not in any order. It's not a it's not a training, it's not a to do or not to do, but it's just me really brain dumping my various parts of my journey on visibility. Because you may just think, that's me, that's how I feel now. And it's so easy, I think, when we consume people's content and we see them turning up every day, which I do now, you know, I post every day online during the week, the podcast comes out weekly, the newsletter comes out weekly, I've got a Facebook group, I'm posted in you know, directories. So my visibility is you know, it's it's vast now compared to what it was even just four or five months ago. But the important thing is it hasn't always been that way. And it wasn't necessarily easy for me to do. Once I found the right way to do it, then it feels very easy and natural. And part of that is because of my human design. But I just want to share these because, you know, it's a journey for everyone. And everyone has a day one and everyone has to try things out and everyone makes mistakes. So... One of the most important things that you should probably know is that I do not have any personal social media accounts. So I opened a Facebook account when it first came across to the UK, like 2006, I'm going to say. So a friend of mine said, oh, I've made this Facebook. You should you should do one. I didn't know what it was. Went on and looked like fun. So set up my account and I think I had it for maybe two or three months. And after the initial, wow, I can connect with a lot of people that I've lost touch with. And then thinking, I probably lost touch with them for a reason. I decided that it just wasn't for me. So I closed it down just at the time that everyone else was pretty much joining it. So did not have Facebook at all. Um, didn't have, didn't miss it, didn't have any interest in it. Didn't even think really about social media. Then I messed around with Instagram for a bit when it first came out simply because I love lamography and I love Polaroid pictures and the very original Instagram with the, the filters that you could apply to make the pictures look like that. I just thought it was fun. So I opened one of those and again, messed around with, you know, pictures of the dog and cups of coffee, but I didn't really give it a great deal of attention. Um, never built it up to anything. And one day I just decided that... I didn't really know why I was doing it, so I stopped. So yeah, me and online presence was pretty much zero. I joined Facebook this time in January 2019, so two years ago. And the reason was I signed up for a coaching program and it was a, a high investment coaching program. It was five figures for a group two years ago. And when I signed up, I got an email from the coach's VA and she said, here's the link to the Facebook group. And I actually emailed her back and I said, oh, I don't have Facebook. 
Um, so can you just send me anything here to my email? Which they thought was hilarious. And she was like, no, you really need to be in the group because that's where all the discussion is. That's where people help each other out. That's where, you know, you put any content or anything that you want your coach to look over. That's where the links go for the calls. That's where the replays go for the calls. So reluctantly, I joined Facebook and it was okay. I didn't do anything with it other than go into that group for the coach. So I never had it on my phone. I didn't have notifications on. I didn't really think about it other than the few times a week I checked it for the coaching. Then I opened Instagram because I could see a lot of the girls that were in the mastermind with me were doing very, very well on Instagram. And from opening it to posting my face took me four months. I had the most massive, massive resistance to showing my face. And this was strange for me because I'm not underconfident. It's not like I have body issues or I was going, oh, I look really ugly. I don't want to show my face. It wasn't, it didn't come from a place of that. I think it came from a place of being almost 40 and never really getting involved with social media, with the whole selfie thing. I didn't understand a lot about marketing at that point. I didn't understand biopsychology. I didn't understand about visibility. So I didn't know why it was important to show your face. I didn't know about no like and trust or any of these things that I actually help people implement now. So it just seemed a bit superfluous. I was like, well, when am I going to show my face? I'm a coach. And bear in mind, I've been coaching for so long offline where people had judged me based on the results that I'd got for other people or from my credentials or where they'd been referred, that people were going, oh, you have to post your face, you have to post your face. I just, I could not see the connection. I couldn't see why my face mattered. I was like, they're not hiring me to look good. They're hiring me to be a coach. So quite funny looking back, the beliefs that I had around that. So yeah, it took me a really, really long time. And one of the things that did help me was I had a professional photo shoot with the lovely Bri Penny, who is now my photographer, always. And it was a real stretch. It was a big investment, but I decided that that was the way to do it because I knew that if I had made the investment and committed to having the shoot and I had these amazing pictures, then there's no way I would waste that and not show up. Now, I'm not saying that everyone has to go out and book a professional shoot, but for me, knowing that I had done that meant that I was much more likely to use the images, which I do. And that got me into the habit of of posting my face consistently. And now I do it most days. I really hope you are loving this episode. I hope you are getting so much value from it that you can apply to your life and your business. And if you are, imagine what it would be like to work with me one-on-one. Over the last 14 years, I have spent thousands of hours coaching over 100 individuals and there is nothing that I would love more than for you to be the next one. Yes, I get client results like people hitting six figures in their business, six-figure launches, group programs, leaving their nine to five and that's great but the results that I'm most proud of are actually the transformation and personal growth that they achieve during our six months together which is priceless. If you are ready to turn your ambition into true success, then head to the show notes, fill out the application form and let's get on a call and see how we can skyrocket your life and your business together. One of the other things with my visibility is it used to be very, very sporadic and it was based on how I felt. So really inconsistent. So sometimes I might show up 
you know, four days a week. Sometimes I wouldn't post anything for two weeks. Sometimes I would post eight stories in a day, then not post a story for a week. And this was really bad for a number of reasons. If you know anything about the algorithm with Instagram um, or Facebook, you'll know that they really, really reward you for regularity. And that regularity, it doesn't mean that you have to post three times a day every day, even if you post three times a week. But if you always post three times a week, the algorithm recognizes this. If you suddenly drop off and don't post for a month, when you come back, your post is not going to be shown and delivered to the same amount of people that it was at the start. So that's a really important thing for actually making sure that your content gets seen by people is having that consistency. The second thing I think is confidence, because every time I disappeared for a little while, it felt really difficult to get the momentum to do that first post again. Whereas now there's never a first post because I'm consistently posting. That feels so much easier. So it's actually, ironically, even though I thought it was my energy, I didn't have the energy to post. It actually took more energy to keep stopping and starting um, when I didn't have the momentum. And The worst thing about that is obviously for my audience, because our audience needs to trust us, especially when you are showing up as someone that they're potentially going to invest money in. They want to see that you're there. They want to see that you're there regularly, that you're showing up, that you're posting content for them, that you're giving value for them. And it's so easy for me to see now when I step back from it that I probably wouldn't trust someone who was really flaky with their content. And that's exactly what I was. And to the point that I I took almost two months off social media last year, I think it was May and June, because I just burnt myself out with this constant stop, start, stop, start, and not really having a marketing plan, showing up when I felt like it, not really knowing what I was going to write about in advance. It was all just so exhausting. And it's crazy to look back actually and think how, how tired I was and how much energy and decision fatigue I had just around posting a few times a week compared to now where I'm posting every day. And it's that consistency and having a clear strategy and batching my content has just enabled me to show up with ease, which is great. Another thought I had is that a lot of my business still is from referrals. Um, well over 50% of my clients come from people referring and a quite high majority of my clients stay with me at the end of their contract and re-sign, which is great. But one of the things that people will say, even if they've been referred, it doesn't matter how much they trust the person that's referred them, whether that's someone that's been my client, whether it's, you know, their coach who's a friend of mine and we do quite complimentary coaching and they think it would be you know, useful for them to work with me. Whatever reason they've come, however they've found me, no one has ever signed up with me without going and checking my website, my Instagram, my Facebook. So this thing about visibility, everything that you're putting out there is like a shop front for yourself. So even if people don't stumble across you, even if people are directed to you, they're still going to go and check it out. And I know that I do. As soon as I hear someone recommended or I think about someone, I'm going to go straight to look at all their socials and look at their website to find out as much information as I can before I get on a call with them. So it's also important in that way. I think the main thing that really, where I struggled with this visibility as well, was this need to be visible felt so overwhelming. It felt so 
all-encompassing. I would see people and I felt like they were online all the time. I felt like I, I just couldn't understand how they had the energy to do it. And part of the problem was I don't actually follow many accounts. I keep my social media very tight. So that means I see the same people over and over again. So to me, I felt like they were there all the time. But it's not. It's just that Instagram or Facebook is just delivering me the content of the few people, few hundred people maybe that I follow. Many people follow thousands of people. Obviously, you're not going to get that repetition unless you're spending a lot of time on certain accounts where then you know, Instagram, Facebook are going to keep feeding you that person because they know that you like it. They want to keep you on the app. But it's so interesting to think that I was looking at this big picture and this is such an introvert thing. I was looking at people that were visible everywhere and thinking, well, I could never do that. So I just didn't do anything. So I went from, you know, it, it was this paralysis of I don't even know what to do because I'm not on seven platforms I'm not putting out three posts a day when in fact the thing I needed to do was just start small and and just do something and in fact when I when I got myself together and decided to be consistent and made my marketing plan my very first marketing strategy was to post four grid posts per week on Instagram and that was what I committed to and sometimes I did five and sometimes I did stories But that was over and above as long as I did my four grid posts on Instagram. Then I had made my commitment to myself and I'd followed my marketing strategy. And that was at the end of July 2020. And then I just built it up slowly from there. And that was the biggest, that was the game changer was that I'd solidified that after three or four weeks of writing those four pieces of content a week and putting them out on Instagram. That felt normal. That was a habit. That felt easy that felt like I could add something else onto it so then I went up to five a week and I added in posting in a Facebook group and then I added in another Facebook group and then I started working on the podcast in the background and then I added in my own Facebook group and it went from there and then I started to add in daily stories and then I started to schedule like okay what will I talk about in my stories on Monday what will I talk about on Thursday then I added in a weekly newsletter. But all of these things were so incremental. Like I didn't just start on that week and go, okay, I'm going to put all of this content out every week. I think that's a really, really important thing to remember that it is a journey and build it up slowly. Because since doing that at the end of July, I have never had that feeling of, oh, I've got this social media burnout. I need to take time off. I don't know what to create. I'm uninspired. You know, I'm I'm burnt out from it. Since doing it that way and building up in small increments, it just meant that I had the grace. If it took three or four weeks to get used to doing something, then it took three or four weeks and then I added the next thing. So I didn't do it on a time frame. It wasn't like, okay, every week you're going to add something. I did it when I felt good. I did it when I felt that I'd got solid foundation of the thing before and then I stacked the next thing on top. And as an introvert, I think that is the absolute best way to do it because it serves us much better to be focused deeply on one thing than to scatter our attention and try to do four different things at once. And then once we've got the habit, then move on to the next. So that would be probably my biggest takeaway from my entire visibility story. And the irony is that as well as people like Brains Magazine now reaching out to me because they've seen my content, 
people keep telling me that they see me everywhere and they keep telling me that my visibility is fire. That was Laura O'Hagan, who was the second guest on the podcast, episode three with Laura about niching. She sent me a Facebook message. She's like, your visibility is fire and loads of fire emojis, which is quite funny because I've built up this system and I'm showing up consistently and the algorithm favors that. And because Laura and I are friends on Facebook, it's obviously getting delivered to her. So that's really great to know that my posts are going to people in the industry. They're getting in front of the right people. And it just seems so absolutely crazy that I'm getting complimented on something that six months ago was such such a struggle for me. Oh, I made notes, but I didn't write this one down, but I'm going to share it with you now. In June, and my first ever call with my current coach, we discussed potentially me growing the business without even using social media. That's how against being visible I was. We actually had a whole hour of discussing strategy for growing the business, getting referrals, signing clients without using social media in the slightest. And then I had to think about it and I was like, I'll give it a go. Let's give it a go and see. And that giving it a go was the four posts a week on Instagram, which has got me to where I am now. So I hope at least some of that resonated with you. I hope that it made you realize that everyone you see had a day one. Everyone you see online started somewhere Everyone has probably had numerous setbacks and challenges and times where they've posted and disappeared and then started posting again. They will all have felt uninspired at some point. And I think the biggest takeaway, honestly, of all of it is to to break it down to the next step. Take one step, do that thing and do it really well. And then when that's normal and habit, then think about adding something else. So guys, I would love to know what resonated with you from this. I would love to hear from you and know, you know, how you are feeling about visibility, any challenges that you are having, anything here that you thought, yes, that's me. Like, where do I go from here? You can always contact me either through the website, through email or on any of the social channels. And obviously in the group, the Ambitious Introvert Network, which I really hope you're a member of. And that is a great place to be surrounded by other ambitious introverts and really feel safe with visibility. Uh, It's promo friendly, so you can practice posting any content out there, promoting your services, asking people's opinion. And it's a really great place to get a real safe feeling around visibility. So thank you for joining me today. I can't wait to chat to you next week as well. And I hope you'll have a great, great first week of January. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise Parks. If you enjoy this show, please, please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, one lucky reviewer each month will win a 60-minute one-on-one coaching session with me, where you'll get the clarity and confidence to attract your ideal clients. And if you know someone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach as many fellow ambitious introverts as possible.